if I go there and again, it's the same problem that I'm not loving my program. Like I was doubting myself and while doubting, I was like, no, I don't need to doubt myself. The only thing I can do is to get prepared. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, this is something I'm going to do anyways. Uh, Cause I need to do something. And if I'm not sure what I'm going to do still, I know that I'm going to make it or still I'm doing something I love. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen anyways. So. Welcome to the Voice Podcast, the podcast for students, by students, and I'm so happy to see you again. And I'm sure you're going to learn a lot and find a lot of meaning in this episode because today we are talking to you, college student of Central Lawrence College or any college you're watching, about uh, mental health, a bit of introduction about mental health awareness. Uh, we will talk about stress as a student, uh, anxiety, overthinking. Sometimes we might feel like we're not ready enough and we have a lot of imposter syndrome, like we call it. Or we are just uh, at the breaking point uh, where we hit rock bottom, talking about depression. And we're going to cause a bit about burnout, you know, why we feel so burnout. And to talk about that today, we have two students of St. Lawrence College, as always, and they are wonderful. They're lovely. Uh, they do a lot, and they have a lot of stories to share about all what I just mentioned. So we'll start with Sneha. Can you introduce yourself to our audience? Thank you, Sean, for that wonderful introduction. Hi, I'm Sneha. I'm a fourth semester healthcare administration student. I work for Wellness Care Center, and I also lead a Thrive Community Club. In the Wellness Care Center, I was a work as a Thrive intern, where... Um, I work with Kathy, a wonderful person. We we try to provide a non-judgmental safe zone for students who want to express themselves. Uh, you know, with all the like all the different mental health the issues, a lot of students don't find that safe zone. So that's what we do. We provide safe space for you to express yourself and to connect to other students as well. And we have Dutch, who has been like we wanted to do an episode since a year, I believe. Uh, about a lot of stories which he wanted to share. And I think now we have found the best episode and most important, ready, you know. Yep. Uh, thank you so much, Sean, for the lovely introduction. Hello, everybody. My name is Dr. Hardik Kumar Bhavsar, and I'm a St. Lawrence student currently in my fifth semester of advanced biotechnology. Always excited. And I work for the student associations as a secretary to the board of directors where we help students to make sure that they are having a holistic environment at St. Lawrence. And today I'm excited to talk about mental health, making sure everyone's feeling happy. And let's get it started. Absolutely. So and we always ask this, like, how are you feeling today? Like, uh, you know, you already answered, like, uh, to talk about this topic. And to start, we're going to talk about stress. Like, how is your stress right now? You know, like, coming on a podcast for the first time. <laughs> is it that intimidating of a thought, or is it relaxing, actually? Um, it is kind of intimidating, because mm. I've never had any mm-hmm. kind of experience of this way. Mm. But it is kind of also familiar to talk about this, because yeah. uh, that is what I have been doing for so mm-hmm. long. And, um, yeah, right now, my stress levels are, like, 
not there yet but i i am a little stressed but yeah not as much as it would have been if i'm not yeah. prepared for it uh talk about me uh before coming to this podcast i did one thing which i do anything which i always do when i'm doing something new which i which i called my dad told him that your son's going for a podcast and uh, he's excited and my dad was very happy mm-hmm. he's like uh, that's something you really wanted to do so i made him proud before coming here and before joining you in this room i went to the team of sa as you know you work yeah. for them how yeah. good they are i went to the sa and uh, i was feeling lovely in the morning mm-hmm. and coming here right now i'm feeling you know fantastic i would say well i've had such a wonderful heart touching uh moment because i i really love creating moments for students but also for the guests coming in to be the the most relaxing uh way to to come in and uh, i'm glad that uh, you were able to share this with your father and also the the, the team which is your support system maybe vs and uh, so what 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 is stress like how, how as a student like let's talk a bit about that how What does that mean? Like you're being at Thrive Sneha. What what are the main causes of stress to students? Uh I think there are a lot of causes for stress and uh one of the things that I have come across is the change, the change that we go through when we enter this college mm-hmm. or when we leave our country like especially for the international students when mm-hmm. they leave their country and come here the change yeah. is a huge factor and getting adjusted here and once we get adjusted the class starts and everything everything that has a little change and that causes a little stress to the students if we are not able to manage it it can trigger a lot of things so yeah i think the change is change and the challenges that we go through as a student okay and for you dark shaw being on the board also like uh, what what are your re- uh, sentiments about the main cause I of see stress? stress according to me is something you know I feel stress when my things are not completed on the given time I want to be. You know, mm-hmm. I feel stress when my things are piled up. Yeah. I feel stressed when I wanted to do something but I'm not doing it. And uh, what I think is stress is something you know you you feel like you want to do something but you are not doing it because mm-hmm. there's something in your head or something. It's like a worry before doing a task, you know, for example, yeah. uh as she said said she she's not stressed right now but she was a little stressed in the podcast it's yeah. like not being enough ready for something or even if you're ready you feel that of a little kind of a fear of fear of something new i would say yes yeah that is what i think yes. stress for me mm-hmm. and uh, what would be like uh, some actions that you take in your daily lives or you've seen students take that uh, can help into managing their stress yeah if the if the you know the cause of the stress if you know the cause of the stress one thing that you can do is be prepared for it i i you can uh, take help ask for help be prepared for it and if that's not helping one yeah. thing that i usually do is take deep breaths you know that helps actually helps out a lot take mm-hmm. a moment take some deep breaths and center yourself yeah. center yourself and that might actually help taking deep breaths is a big thing not many people do it because yeah. and when you are stressed it automatically automatically increases your the rate of your breath you know you take a lot of breaths but mm-hmm. you need to take that one deep breath and let go that's what i think i do yeah, yeah. that's what i do how about yeah you? exactly to be honest exactly similar before my exams i'm always stressed like always stressed 
And what I do is, uh, <clears throat> I just take my time. I just be away from my class for a little while, close my eyes, keep my things aside, and I try not to even read. Even if I know that I'm not enough prepared, I try not to read for the last moment. Mm-hmm. I keep my things away, close my eyes, take a deep breath, and I even pray. So like, yeah. I'm a person who likes to pray. I pray for a while, and what I ask is in my prayers that. I don't know how it's going to be. If it's going to be hard, it's going to be easy. Provide me the strength. You know, yes. that's what I pray of. Mm-hmm. And there are other ways. What I do is I try to complete, like, as I told earlier, that I, like, when my things are piled up, I feel stress. So I always write down my tasks. I'm always ready for my day. I prepare for the day and I just yeah. keep clicking it off. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. And uh, if I, if my things are done and if my things are that's the way I try not to get stressed and complete my task and be silent. That's what I do when I'm stressed. Just be calm. Yeah, and, and sometimes, you know, it's a big challenge. Like, uh, you can be silent, but the silence is not here. Yeah. And and I think this is where, yeah, like you mentioned, both of you having that uh, breathing exercise and for you, Dirk, also praying, it gives you that moment where to, to calm and to refocus and get that strength that you pray for. Uh, one uh, advice which I can give uh, before doing something stressing, probably I, I will sing, uh, which uh, I, I probably did before the recording of this. So uh, it will be in some uh, bloopers episode, but uh, surely I, <laughs> I, I love to sing. I, I think it's a good breathing exercise because singing requires you to breathe a lot and plus you're, you're singing about joyous things you know it could be also singing about sad things uh, singing a bit yeah. off key uh, don't expect big uh, singing skills from me but uh, <laughs> off key a uh, lot of singing another way to manage stress uh, is to I think uh, pr- bring um, I, I'm a believer I believe I have faith uh, but I don't pray a lot. So uh, for people who don't pray a lot like me, uh, uh, one thing which I do is journal uh, at night. Um, and I write what things I'm grateful for. Uh, or I try to live by this motto, what opportunity did I give to myself today? So I write those down. And then when I'm writing, and then it's time to go to sleep, and sleeping on a positive note. And I wake up in the morning, I open and I say, this is what I did yesterday. I'm going to do likewise today if I can to the best of my So it helps me like I did things yesterday and I'm going to do things again today. It's just going to happen. So that's my solution. I really find it uh, great. And uh, anything, any story which like in your life where you felt a bit stressed like uh, and you couldn't manage it and then you found like you overcame that? Yeah. For me, last time when uh, the winter started, mm-hmm. the winter started and I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't, uh, I mean, I know, of course, Canada is going to be really yeah. cold, but I wasn't, the fall was kind of like a little, it's kind of like refreshing, but at the same time, it caused me to be a little sad because of the, all the leaves, like all the leaves are gone and everything mm-hmm. is turning a little grayish. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so for me, I, because of me not be, being prepared for it, it caused me a little stress. So yeah. what I did was to be to be able to understand and to I just went for walks yeah. to and uh, I talk with people around me how they are feeling and to be able to relate 
to be able to relate with each other and to understand what is going on it kind of gave me a little uh, a little stress relief i don't mm-hmm. know to be able to relate i think yeah. yeah yeah but now i'm more prepared and i'm not that stressed <laughs> and for you dr any stories oh yeah, yeah. uh so a long time ago i would say like 3 years or something before coming to kingston uh i was in british columbia okay uh i was in the in a university but my course was not taking me to places where i wanted to be yeah so i was like i need to quit that place and i need to do something which i like yeah. so i applied in so many colleges you know like because i was already in british columbia in a university and like my parents and like my family's here like not my mom and dad but like my other parts of my family like uh my uncle my cousins and everyone is over here in canada so what happened that uh i wanted to change my program to a place that i wanted to be or something which i like to do like biotechnology that's something i like yeah. to get knowledge of mm-hmm. so <clears throat> when i applied for biotechnology at st lawrence and i also applied to two different places but i was not sure that what if i go there and again it's the same problem that i'm not loving my program yes. you know like i was doubting myself and while doubting i was like no i don't need to doubt myself the only thing i can do is to get prepared right mm-hmm. and then i was like okay this is something i'm going to do anyways uh, cuz i need to do something and if i'm not sure what i'm going to do still i know that i'm going to make it or so, still i'm doing something i love it's going to happen anyways yeah. so i applied for biotechnology at st lawrence but i was already in here in canada and being an international student so we need to worry about our study permit changing the study permit yeah. doing it's a big thing and you know it's a big mess mm-hmm. so what happened that i was waiting for my offer letter and i also had to change my study permit and i also had to leave my other university mm-hmm. so that period where i was or in that in that black or in that dark time okay mm-hmm. i was superly stressed i was so stressed that oh my god where i am i don't know what i'm doing mm-hmm. and i feel like stuck and my i call my parents that mm-hmm. guide me something or tell me what i should do and they're like see if you're doing something give it their own times like leave it on it know like just yeah. leave the things and just focus on the tasks you are doing rather than focusing on the problems which is going to create a trouble for you yeah. so i was like okay and i left all those things and everything was good then and everything started falling out into the places where it should be mm-hmm. once i stopped thinking about the thing which was bothering me mm-hmm. and here i am in kingston yeah. at st lawrence well uh well just hats off to you you know for overcoming that challenge you know of that uh, stressing moment in your life and i think your parents were great guidance yeah. and you know sometimes when you don't know where to get the answers look at people that are the closest to you they they know you like apart from you they know you the best sure yeah, yeah. like what i think is uh there are some people who are here in our college cafeteria right mm-hmm. uh there's a person called marjorie perfect that's a good time to talk about her okay oh, yeah. every day in the morning every day in the morning there are two people i used to work there as well for a short period of time yeah so there are two people donna and marjorie mm-hmm. they're like my grandmothers okay they're yeah. s- they have such a big wonderful smiles oh my god yeah. they make my day every day so i don't call my parents 
if my school's not going good, okay? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to stress them out right now. I'm 22 already, you know? Like, yeah. I don't want to call my parents like, hey, dad, I'm not doing good in my studies. I, I don't want to do that right now because he's having a good yeah. business there. He's doing a great job in his some in some photography he's doing. Yeah. And I don't want to disturb his life. Mm-hmm. Neither my mom's because she's an artist as well. Yeah. So what I do is, I go to Dona and Marsh, right? Hey, I need your help. Dona, I'm not doing good at school. So you know what she does? Is? She pampers me. Hey, hon, you'll be all right. And I'm like, oh, perfect. I'm feeling good. And I go to classes. And I do wonderful. Yeah. And every there's never an exam I have been since I've known her that I've not seen her or asked them, hey, Dona, wish me all the best. I go and ask her that you to tell yeah, me that, you know? Yeah, and yeah. she wishes me and I'm like, okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. That's my day now. I mm-hmm. always talk to someone who is elder than you or always talk talk to someone you feel like they're going to make your day positive, you know? Like mm-hmm. they both always make my day positive. Like yeah. they're super good human being. Mm-hmm. And yes, even if you guys see them, the one who are which watching the, this podcast, go and say hi to Marjorie. Donut doesn't work there here right now. But go and say hi to Marjorie and tell them, Doc sent you there and she's going to be the most happiest person you could ever see. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful, you know, because sometimes we have, we have as uh, people which we meet in our everyday life and sometimes... Oh, being so stressed, we, we rush, like, like you see me rushing every time and then. So like, I don't have time sometimes to interact. And, and those are lit, uh, little moments with those wonderful people that, that makes life wonderful, I believe. And just smooths us into like a calm space so that we can move our day forward. And they're also essential. You know, I, I always love uh, uh, the people at the CAF or at St. Larry's, you know, they all like, or at the essay, the front desk, you know, those little interactions that makes, you know, like, have a life of a so much better and your friends as well. And uh, talking about that, there's also the feeling of a lot of overthinking also, like, uh, in the life of students. Uh, t- tell us a bit about what overthinking is in your life. Like, <laughs> all right, so talking about overthinking. Uh, this is something I never do, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I have seen my friends, you know, I have a friend named, uh, Aditya Modi. He's in Vancouver. We were in the same, like, we mm-hmm. left the university at the same point, yeah. me and Aditya. So Aditya, he had a habit. So what he does is like, when he goes to bed, he was not able to sleep, you know, like mm-hmm. I've never experienced that thing. Like, and not only him, I have seen so many people. Even right now in Kingston, even my friends, what they tell is like, I can't sleep at night. I'm like, why? Because I keep overthinking. I'm like, what are you overthinking? That what I'll do in future, what I'll do now, what I'm going to do next, what I'm going to do tomorrow, what is going to be in my exam, what is going to be. If they even stress about small things, they get like, they start overthinking, you know? And you know what I tell them is like, see, you don't know what's going to, what's tomorrow is going to bring to you. What you can do is just sleep. Like, I've never been overthinking things. I only think what is needed. And sometimes, oh, sometimes if I feel I'm overthinking, I keep overthinking if it's in a positive way. If it's something positive, I'll keep overthinking. If it's something negative, I just stop. I just, I have never mm-hmm. overthink in my life. Of course, I have done, but I try never to. Mm-hmm. Because when I, once I go to bed, I'm like, I don't want to think anything. I just want to be grateful. Like, hey, it was a great day. I want to go to bed. Yeah. That's how I am. How about you, Sneha? Do you have a different perspective of oh, overthinking? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I am an overthinker, but I don't think I, I mean I don't think it's an it, it has to be negative though. Mm-hmm. Because for me, overthinking sometimes like 
there should be a limit okay there should be mm-hmm. a limit you uh, so sometimes overthinking can lead to like ima- imaginary scenarios where you <laughs> where you might yeah. end up somewhere else but yeah, yeah but for me most of the times overthinking helps me because i, yeah. I what i do is uh, i always put it on a paper mm-hmm. i always put it on a paper and try to be realistic about it when you overthink most of the times it's it's all imaginary scenarios right yeah. uh, when you put it on a paper and try to relate to it and be realistic about it most of it will go away okay. because you will be able to reason mm-hmm. reason to yourself mm-hmm. so most of it will go away and the things that are remaining will make you be aware of what is going on around you so for me overthinking helps it doesn't have to be completely negative in a negative light mm-hmm. but sometimes yes a lot of my friends also stay up in the night overthinking so in that moment if we just say don't overthink that's not going to work that's not going to work for sure but, uh, but what we what i do is uh, help in the process of thinking maybe if they want suggestions or if they want to talk about it yeah. help, provide that space for them and if they're still overthinking just be there for them Yeah. and try to be like yeah try to give them suggestions mm-hmm. or try to give whatever they w- need at that time yeah yeah, yeah. and just like getting their back you know just it's going to be all right just go to bed if that's yeah. what they need yeah uh so big time overthinker here uh yeah. myself and uh, how, uh, what overthinking is to me is like uh, probably you know when you have uh, too much uh, expectations yes. of yourself and uh, also trying to idealize yes. uh, the best scenario you're, so uh-huh. you're already putting yourself into a disadvantage i would say as an overthinker you're because you're putting an image that's so great so beautiful of yourself that you're not giving the justice to the present mm-hmm. into like making that image happen and it mm-hmm. won't be picture perfect yeah. i should say my way to solution how i came to uh reduce my overthinking over time is by doing things which makes me uncomfortable and i think it's a good transition to imposter syndrome i guess <laughs> to, to talk about uh how imposter syndrome is like yeah. we're already we have the skills we have a uh, we have a physical capabilities to do it uh we have a support system to do it uh people who are here ready and the system everything is good but we don't do it yeah <laughs> so dirk i think you you are very excited to talk about that stuff i am very excited first thing i want to relate some things to you okay mm-hmm. as you said in the end journey's journey might be tough mm-hmm. but you know what if you're lo- if you're doing something you love it mm-hmm. you're going to love the journey because uh, right now i'm in the same place you are i came here for biotechnology but in the end i'm like god no i want to <laughs> do my dreams like till till my 10th grade i was a dancer okay yeah, yeah i used to dance and uh, but my parents were like hey you need to focus a little bit on studies they they didn't like they didn't support like they were not like against it but they were like yeah. focus a little on studies and do it yeah and there was the same thing with me and i was like okay i am doing this biotechnology earning some money and something then i'm following my dreams modeling and everything but yeah coming back to this thing yeah. imposter syndrome this is something i would say is uh you know it's a fe- it's a very awkward feeling what i think yeah. is that you are not be like you feel you're not qualified for doing this you know for example mm-hmm. if you're writing a journal and you might be feeling like oh that's not a good handwriting i don't want to write it like mm-hmm. just small things or something 
it's for someone and i also think this is a good thing as well on the other side because this is something you might be if you take it in a positive way and if you think you are not qualified for it and if you work for those things for yourself mm-hmm. you might become a little perfectionist for that thing that's what i think of mm-hmm. i mean there's so many yeah. things like being a kid like i was i was a very slow writer okay yeah. and i was i was so, like a talkative person right now i am in yeah. a podcast the same thing in school i used to be i used to have fun i used to have like mocking my friends and having fun and not paying enough attention in classes but my mom like every indian mom or every yeah. mom tells their kid or every teachers tell to their parents to our parents that hey your son or your daughter is good at studies but he's not doing it <laughs> you know this is i've heard, that's this is what i've heard all yeah. the time in my 11th grade i got a, such a bad percentage i got like a 5% and that's bad okay i was in i took like a science yeah. background in 11th grade in india and i got a 45 percentage and i was like oh my god this is very bad that's the worst you got oh yeah oh yeah that's man i got 8 8% I mean, sometimes i mean i, I got uh, okay I'm i champion okay i got 8 <laughs> out 8 out of yeah. 17 in my yeah. physics cuz i slept in yeah. an exam <laughs> <laughs> okay let's not talk about that okay yeah. but later as then i worked on myself because my mm-hmm. teachers told my parents that he can study but he's not studying and the same guy who got like 45 in 11th grade got like a 80 in 12th grade yeah that was a big achievement mm-hmm. for me at that mm-hmm. point like being 17 and achieving something which i was bad at it and getting good at it you, you were lazy man like <laughs> you were, uh, i was lazy too like was, hey uh, that's the reason i was getting bad grades like probably a lot of mental health shit but i was a bit lazy i was more interested in playing soccer back then oh you love soccer i love soccer ronaldo right huh? ronaldo right uh the big ronaldo fan of a big ronaldo brazilian guy my yeah. favorite player of all time yeah sneha tell us a bit about you know like uh, stories which you heard from students or yourself like about imposter syndrome where you doubted yourself to, oh, to do i this. know where my imposter syndrome started from like where, what okay. age so as uh daksh mentioned when we were in our plus one plus two so we especially in, in india we go through a lot of stress because we are what is that We I always wanted to ask this question. Oh yeah, because that's where our whole lives are decided for us. Okay. That's where we decide our stream on where yeah, we are going. Which age to. is that? It's uh, it's 15, 16 to 17. 16 17. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. where we decide our whole lives by ourselves because uh, apparently we are given the choice. So <laughs> But you're not. No, <laughs> we are not. <laughs> so um, yeah and i chose to do the science i i went yeah. to the science field so the standards that were on us were like impossible for us to achieve and mm-hmm. and uh, i used to get good marks okay average yeah. marks i used to get like 80% all the time mm-hmm. and whenever I, i was in a hostel so uh, i was in a residential school so whenever i used to call my mom my parents i used to tell them hey i i got this this many marks in this test and they'll be like Oh maybe it's just a fluke or maybe ah. it's just luck you know uh, try hard try work harder you'll get more yeah. so you know that's the that's the basic the fond- foundation for my imposter syndrome mm-hmm. how much ever i yeah. work hard i feel like mm-hmm. i haven't done enough i haven't done enough and whatever i'm getting through my work mm-hmm. it's because of my sheer luck 
and sometimes because people love me and mm. they just do some things for me just like that it's not yeah. because of my work it's yeah. what goes through my mind and after coming here i got to know that it is called imposter syndrome i didn't know that there is mm. a name for it so yeah, yeah. so whenever um, i talk to kathy from wellness yeah. care she used to tell me okay this is imposter syndrome and mm-hmm. what what do you want me to do for you to not feel that way that's what she used to ask mm-hmm. and that's when i thought like what what can be done for me to not feel that way so mm-hmm. i used to think i used to i'm a big writer mm-hmm. so what i do is i sit down i write what i achieved and what i did for it mm-hmm. and it gives you know when you write things down it gives you a good fresh perspective absolutely yeah so that's what helped me that's what helped me understand that whatever i'm getting whatever i'm achieving it's because of my hard work and not because of luck and not because mm-hmm. people like me they don't i mean they do like me but then it's not because of that yeah to get that understanding to get that self realization it's a process it will take yeah. time but yeah and and there's one thing which you mentioned earlier like you know where your imposter syndrome yeah. comes from how would students who are listening to this like you know any activity which they can do to know where it stems out you know because sometimes we need to you know to know our solution we need to know our work first like uh, yeah. how did you come to that realization it happened because of a conversation i was having with my friend mm-hmm. i so i got the job in the college mm-hmm. and i got it like after the interview i got it within like half an hour yes. and uh, when i got the job and i was like oh it's because maybe i volunteered here and because maybe kathy likes me a lot i think that's why she got me a job and mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh she uh they showed me a rubric as yeah. uh, the interview rubric and mm-hmm. why i scored uh, how much i scored and why i scored it as well and i was discussing with the, about this with my friend and i she yeah. was telling me her her experience and how she felt and how like i was able to relate to it i was mm-hmm. able to relate to it and understand it more the more you discuss about it the more mm-hmm. you talk about it and the more you express and i think the more understanding you get about it yeah so yeah that's how and uh, so to talk to me a bit about me the, the imposter syndrome so when i arrived in canada i wanted to start a youtube channel mm-hmm. i decided uh, after the pandemic because i got laid off to mm-hmm. do something else so digital marketing was a booming because everything was turning online so i say oh there's an opportunity there Uh, for me so uh, the thing is like unlike my classmate i didn't have a portfolio of marketing experience or any background in that so i said oh i needed to start a youtube channel you know a social media to showcase my skills because that would be the best way because if i don't have experience at least i use it for myself and build a portfolio uh, i was always like you know pressing that recording like or like uploading i was like I'd never do it because of a fear again you can relate imposter to overthinking because mm-hmm. overthinking yeah. it will not do well mm-hmm. but now uh i found a job which <laughs> makes me you have to do it now i feel ready i feel like i want to upload vertical videos like uh, to create an own, my own instagram mm-hmm. to to basically help people into starting a journey because that's the most difficult getting started and keeping that journey going yes. so, so i want to do that so yeah. that's how i'm going to beat my imposter syndrome of like finally creating a digital platform for myself yeah because yeah. i will leave a podcast uh, soon maybe so yeah you know that is inspiring right yeah. that is inspiring th- to know that you are doing something like for yourself yeah. mm-hmm. and it's not 
for any external validation mm-hmm. for anything else it's yeah. for yourself and that is inspiring to me oh if you want to inspire you can see sean i was just talking about him before entering this room like hey sean you know what man i've always seen you busy and as we are today we are talking about mental health yeah. this is going to be a fun episode mm-hmm. because you know you if you're busy you won't be either depressed you won't be mm-hmm. thinking you won't be stressed if you you need to be busy and i've always seen this guy running with his two bags or running with his laptop <laughs> bag or running with his either protein shake or going to the gym uh-huh. running down here and yeah. there every time in the cafeteria and while i see him running on the other side i'm running to my classes with my lab books on my glasses i'm 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 in a hurry i'm in a hurry yeah. and it's always inspiring to see you no you know i i'm an I don't think it's relevant but then I'm going to say it but yeah, sure. you, it's very easy to notice you around the corridor it's very <laughs> easy to notice you. I don't know you personally but yeah. I know you because I see you everywhere all the time so yeah I'm the first person <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know like uh, yeah and and I'm sad to say like I don't notice anyone so, like I I just run where I need to run uh to make things happen and uh and that comment of going unnoticed i people notice me it's, uh, maybe it's because of her hair or like, <laughs> something like that or because of my way of walking i'm like a no. formula 1 car <laughs> going overweight it's more like it's because you look like you're you you're going somewhere to achieve something that's always there you know? <laughs> the way you walk the way you talk it's always like that it's always like yeah, yeah. I I feel like he, okay he's going to go do something really important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but hair is definitely making a big thing like yes. yeah. this yeah. this guy with curly wrong hairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's Sean. He's Sean. Yeah, but, but that's me. My name is Sean <laughs> if you haven't noticed. So, yeah. Uh we are other like 30 40 episodes now. <laughs> so if you haven't seen me yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh maybe the last episode with me and will be an episode about me. So but um yeah imposter syndrome is just like yeah and f- thank you so much like just for your comment like you say like you notice me around and for me it's very important for me you know like people like uh, see that I'm doing some things mm-hmm. it's not looking for attention uh, not to say that yeah. it's more getting the recognition mm-hmm. it's that tap on the shoulder hey i see you you're doing yes. something earning like, a respect out Yeah like it's a big respect like mm-hmm. whenever I go early in the morning like what I do is like whenever I come in the morning you know there are some people so if some people are not feeling good you know like whenever you see someone who is having equal energy or having high energy yeah. you feel inspired like yeah. you know they make your day yes. it can be anyone it can be anyone yeah. you know yeah. even an old man going for a jog in the morning I walk you to college like who gives me energy yeah. gym Yeah. you know like the event guy you know he sets tables everywhere and everything oh i oh. i i know whom you talking yeah. about yeah oh yeah. man he he's so in sync with yeah. life yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so let's get back and rewind and talk about the big one uh, oh. the big one yeah. <laughs> the big <laughs> d the <laughs> depression <laughs> the depression depression okay. who wants to throw themselves i can go yeah depression uh, what i think is to be honest that's your tolerance you know like how much you can tolerate by going through things mm-hmm. so there are people like they might be going through hell you know there there are some paths for example uh 
I would just talk about myself right now. Uh, I never, I was, I never wanted to do studies, right? I just, I was all in my head. I always wanted to go for shoots. Like, whenever I see a camera, I'm like a small child in front of mm-hmm. a camera. I just get excited. You know, I'm going to pose. I'm going to do yeah. some weird poses. In my Instagram, like, my Instagram is full of different weird poses. I never even, I, that's what I am. Anyways, <laughs> so the thing is that I never wanted to do studies or something, okay? I always wanted to go into dancing. I always wanted to go into modeling. I want, always wanted to go for something like acting. Even if it was a side role, I would go for it. Give my 100%. But as I said, like, I come from a family where I'm not that fine. I was not at that point. I was not that financially stable mm-hmm. or we were not that financially stable that yeah. I could choose that part. And mm-hmm. my family is a, one of the best families I could. I'm so grateful that I was born in that family, that they have always been supportive to me. And I think what my dad told me that if you want to pursue your dreams, do it. But before that, at least have a stable or have a good backup for yourself. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Because I don't want you to struggle. Like every dad, no dad doesn't want his son or his daughter to struggle. My dad's a pro- professional photographer. Like he could definitely guide me to modeling. He could definitely like shoot me off at some mm-hmm. big person and he could definitely send me that route. But he didn't want it to. Because he wanted me to achieve something by myself as a backup plan for myself in a good way so mm-hmm. I could study. And there was a part when I came here, okay, and not only choosing choosing a career, even some breakups are depressed. I, I'm coming to it, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so when I came here in Canada, okay, I was so lost, like an 18-year-old guy leaving his family, coming in Canada. And I used to be in British Columbia, okay? And I came here in, on 13th of December. Okay? okay, 2019. I remember the day. Uh, and in British Columbia, Prince George is the northern part of British Columbia. It was, it was like minus 35, minus 40 at that point. Okay, mm-hmm. and I came here in winters. I could not see. I could not even remember any roads. Yeah. Okay, because it was. I could only see was snow. Yeah. And you know how winters are in yeah. Canada, and like minus 40 something. Yeah. Very difficult. Mm-hmm. So one day, like you know, my phone. I was having an iPhone six, and it just. I charged at 100%. And while coming home, it was like, or I just went outside and I didn't even use it. It was like 90% when I left my university. I was coming home and taking mm-hmm. a bus. And I had to walk after that taking a bus because I was still new. I didn't ever, I didn't even knew how to use Google mm-hmm. Maps, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just left that, my phone when I came, I was like, it was 0%. I was lost in that road, okay? I could not find my house. I was crying. And that night, I, I could not find my house, Sean, till like one hour. Snow, okay? Ooh. And an 18-year-old guy. And yeah. I'm, yeah. this is not struggle. I yeah. loved it the other day, yeah. though, okay? But that night, I, I just got depressed so much. It was not because I was lost. It was because I was lost mm-hmm. in my mind that, hey, why I'm here, what I want to do, you know, it, it's not making sense for me, man. I wanted to mm-hmm. do something. I wanted to choose a path where I loved it. And at that point, okay, sorry, mom, sorry, dad, but if you're watching this, I need to talk about this. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I had a girlfriend, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I came here. She left me, okay? Mm-hmm. She she was just like, I don't want to be with you. And and I was like, what is this? What is this going on? Okay? Mm-hmm. That I chose a completely different career, okay? I'm here. Okay, I can, I'm... So I'm a person, if I'm doing something, I'm going to do it. No matter what, if I'm crying, if I'm laughing, if I'm just 
on a fire or I'm anything. I'm going to do it because I'm supposed to do it. That's how I am. Mm-hmm. And I was also in a part when that girl, okay, who I was, and it's not even her fault. It was mm-hmm. all mutual. I get it. She didn't yeah. want to be with me. I take it in a good way. Mm-hmm. But at 18, coming to a different place, you know, mm-hmm. what I felt was if she wanted to do it, she could have even waited for some time, you know, at least give me a month to settle. Mm-hmm. And just in like 15 days, mm-hmm. it was a big difference. And I was in that zone that, and I took six months, okay, for everything, to figure out what I'm doing, mm-hmm. to figure out where, what I need to do, to figure out why I'm doing. Mm-hmm. On the, I just took one week then, okay? Mm-hmm. Figure out a job, found a job. And I started walking. Like, have you seen a movie that forced Grump yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, right yeah. now, you can check my phone, okay? Every day, I walk like 10 kilometers every day. Every yeah. single day. There's every single day. Every that's single nice. day. Yeah. That's my average. Wow. That's my average, okay? Yeah. I come to school walking. I go back home walking. Mm-hmm. I go to job walking. I come from, come back from job by walking. And from that day, I started walking. I started believing in myself that, hey, I don't need anybody, okay? I just mm-hmm. need my parents. I want to make them proud. And more than that, I want to make myself proud. And I started mm-hmm. doing, doing small things like cooking for myself, reading a book, you know, or talking to someone who is either elder than me or talking to someone who is either very young than me. Like, uh, when I was here in Canada, there was just, uh, in Prince George, just our neighbor, they had a small kid, okay? Yeah. I used to go and just say hi to him. And that small hi, yeah. you know, makes your day. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, everything happens for a reason. And that bad phase, just for a month, mm-hmm. three months or mm-hmm. six months, I don't know how long it was, but... Mm-hmm. I wasn't I was in that state that I didn't know what was happening but I was still surviving in it. I was tolerating it, okay? Mm-hmm. I I even like my dad even gave me an option. See, if you don't like it, come back to India. I'm like, no. Yeah. It's a big amount of money, okay? Yeah. If I'm here, yeah. I need to complete my task. Like and yes, even I told him, "Hey, dad, I want to come back to India." What my dad told me, "You know what? You want to come back to India? Just come back, but at least we have spent this much money. Take 10 days and roam whole Canada, enjoy whole Canada, <laughs> yeah. and then come back yeah. to him." I'm like, the stand days, I, and I lived in it, and I'm so thankful for that guy, my dad. Mm-hmm. At today, whatever I am, okay, mm-hmm. all the motivation mm-hmm. is because of him, and I always want to be grateful for him. That whatever I am, I'm all because of him, okay. Mm-hmm. And that six month, okay, that depression or whatever it was, it just went away easily because I was focusing on my thing. Focusing on my things. Mm-hmm. I started being more organized. I started making good friends. I started making new connections. I started going out. I started walking. I started going to gym. I started so many different things. Mm-hmm. And you know, but it's not that one, it's not depression is not something that's only gonna come once. It might be coming again. So after six months, I I was loving my life, you know. Mm-hmm. But I was like, everything is sorted now. I just need to get this graduate from here. But after one year, again, in the same, like, after one and a half year in Prince George, yep. I figured out, hey, man, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And I came to Kingston. Even that mm-hmm. short period that I figured out that I don't want to do this mm-hmm. was depressing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. why? Like, why is it only me? That mm-hmm. was the question I was telling to myself. Like, why I think that I need to give up on this program or why I think that I need to leave this university. Mm-hmm. But my mom told me, 
that hey everything happens for a reason and it is always a good reason yeah okay and i trust me sean if i was if i never left british columbia i never thought that i would come to kingston i never thought that i would become a secretary to the board of directors i never thought that i would be enough mature to deal with things i would never thought that i would be more organizing to my work i would never thought that i could be this responsible how i am today mm-hmm. and it it was it is how it, it is and uh, just i just want to tell everybody that guys if you feel you are depressed or if you think you are just tolerating things keep tolerating it and you know there might be point you might be just bursting out things or you might be just giving away so don't think that why is it only you just think that it is because all because it's for your betterment depression is a state of what i think is that it is what your tolerance but all be, because of your betterment yeah it's going to make you better mm-hmm. it is a sta- state that going to take you to a different it's going to make you completely different person you're grateful for your parents and your dad is watching what, what do you want to say to him right now i just want to tell him one thing hey okay. i don't know what i'm going to do in life still but i'm going to tell you one thing i'm going to make you super proud and you know right i'm your best son i know you have two sons <laughs> me and my younger brother but you know i'm the best right <laughs> and uh, yeah i always i just want to tell you one thing that i love you and he's like my best friend you know mm-hmm. yeah but i don't talk about girls to him i don't talk yeah. about <laughs> alcohol to him yeah i don't do any of that okay yeah <laughs> uh yeah that i just want to tell i love you and yeah thank you for always believing in me he's like you know mitochondria is the powerhouse of your a powerhouse of the cell my dad is powerhouse in me <laughs> like you know how, how i talk to my dad like sometimes when talking to my dad feels like i'm talking to my girlfriend you know like <laughs> hey uh how was your day today my dad was like my day was good i did this i did that and the same thing i yeah i did that i i did this and i was here with this friends i'm doing this i'm doing this and the reason i'm mentioning my dad is because of course i he's my dad and other thing is that that i want all students to know right there are people here i've seen they don't have a good connection with their parents mm-hmm. first thing is their parents if you think you can make those connections better do it mm-hmm. okay and other thing if you think that if you don't want to share it to your parents share it to someone there might be someone always happy to listen to you always okay mm-hmm. it could be anyone mm-hmm. and if you don't find anyone just come and talk to me i'll happy to listen to <laughs> anybody to you guys but yeah just be motivated for the day and there's nothing called depression that's what i tell my friends and everybody but it is mm-hmm. it I isn't think, real yeah and and that's that's a very uh emotional monologue like emotion it's not even <laughs> a, it's your you just uh, expressed to us uh, both he and also uh, to people listening like how many thousands and millions of students might feel around the world yeah, yeah and yeah. Uh, it's like and that feeling of why always me why am am i alone in this situation i think it's if you ask you go out you ask the first 10 person i think seven out of them would tell you they feel exactly like you and mm-hmm. i think I it's yep, very yep. 
sorry yeah no, no. Every, everybody is going to relate to because everybody is going to some or the other thing yeah. either it is a bad job either it is breakup or either it is they don't have a good connection with their friends or either because what you or she is thinking about me yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and sorry to cut you off no worries and i think one big uh, takeaway that if we pause a moment you know we are just everybody listening to this to what is it like to talk to someone you know like and thinking like everybody like not everybody but like most people are feeling like you is make an opportunity out of it for not an opportunity i say in like a very an opportunity to be human you know to yes. the next person you see mm-hmm. uh because they might be in the same place so really like give yourself that opportunity to be vulnerable yes yes is to finally that image which you're trying to tolerate like you will be like this you will be like that or oh, i'm not achieving this i'm not achieving that is there might be someone listening and there might be more than someone there might be a lot of people who yes. wants to listen to you and to help you mm-hmm. and to take action right yes. yeah the biggest thing is to take action one takeaway also from your story you took action I cannot imagine the magnitude of you coming any 18 year old is mm-hmm. you know take actions you took action you were one hour looking for your house but you were looking for it mm-hmm. you were not giving up battery phone yes. is dead no maps no orientation in a new place you found it you had Snow. the mental fortitude you were rock bottom uh 15 days later like your girlfriend leaves you it's so 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 big you know people i think sometimes many people we are like high, highly emotional people takes time to heal yes. uh, from from breakups and uh, it's not like some people move i- move on like in three days mm-hmm. uh some people it's hard because you put your emotions into things and sure. into something which before was special like mm-hmm. uh, you know something bigger than you you have someone in your life which are going to do something and to deal with all of this finding a job getting maybe you know simple things like your cell number your phone number opening your bank account doing all that as an 18 year old coming into winter living from a climate which is 35 degrees plus Celsius 40 de- to coming here to minus 35 you you completely reverse your life upside down that's what you did as an 18 year old and not just you but i think a lot of student anyone can relate to the your real life experience that mm-hmm. you just testified to us on camera and and takes a lot of you know courage to talk about it also mm-hmm. like you're on your journey to achieving like it and also the actions like i cannot emphasize on the actions uh, so much because the actions you took like even uh the six months you said you were living your life well you knew something was a bit off there surely like yeah i was just figure i took six months to figure out so and that was the phase where i cried a lot i it was not only breakup it was also my career why mm-hmm. am i here yeah but yeah that was one more thing that was on mm-hmm. top of it you know yeah mm-hmm. and uh, i cried a lot i laughed a lot i don't know what what i i was not in my mental state mm-hmm. and that something i would say i was in that state of depression mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i made it well and here i am today yeah, yeah and and you did took action but wh- what did you think like now today my question to you yeah. is as someone who felt depressed you know uh 
How is your mental state today? Right now? Yeah. My mental state? Mm-hmm. To be honest? Uh, okay. My mental state right now is I'm going through some things. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are some things I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, guys, I'm going to tell you. You just need that one experience to just... That there's going to be something in life that's going to break you, okay? And you just need one time. You just need to experience that once and you will be able to keep... You'll be capable to deal with it again and again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there might be things that you might be not liking in the beginning, but once you start how to deal with it, because mm-hmm. you... We are human beings, okay? We live the life and every day we find new things. Mm-hmm. And every day is a yeah. new day. Every day is going to make new troubles. Every mm-hmm. day is going to bring new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just can't run away from it. Yeah. You need to be in reality, mm-hmm. okay? And just focus on your things and keep doing it. That's what I told like if even if you're going through hell, keep going and only stop when you're done. Mm-hmm. Okay? And even right now like my mental state there are some things going on mm-hmm. but i know i'm enough mature now that mm-hmm. i have if i have dealt through some things when i was a kid mm-hmm. i can also deal with those things right now yeah. you know mm-hmm. and there's going to be every day there's going to be something that's going to knock your door mm-hmm. even if you like it or if you don't like it you need to always open the door and at least mm-hmm. see what it is mm-hmm. you know and always take things in a, like there there are always two aspects of things like either positive or negative mm-hmm. and everybody has to see both of them mm-hmm. i always see the positive one mm-hmm. i don't care about the negative one let it be whatever it is mm-hmm. i only go on the positive side mm-hmm. and because if i go on the negative side there's going to be something i would call procrastination or there's something i would say i might be feeling anxiety of things yes yeah. okay but what i do is i only see positive things and so if i'm thinking something good i'm only going in a good mindset i'm only thinking about good things mm-hmm. and that's how i live now and i'm i'm v- one more thing i've learned is be organized <laughs> wake up early in the morning make yeah. your bed yes. make your bed no matter what you're feeling make your bed mm-hmm. that's that's going to make you responsible when you take shower okay everyone likes to take hot showers okay everybody but in the end take a cold shower that's going to boost you up for the day i yes there is this is like my th- uh the in december it's going to be like my fourth year in canada okay mm-hmm. and uh, uh i have like after those 6 months or a uh, one year in bc after that i've always taken a cold shower doesn't matter if i'm sick yeah. doesn't matter if i'm uh, it's uh minus 20 outside mm-hmm. I have always taken a cold shower. It just boosts me up. Like it makes me ready for the day yep. because I, I don't know. Ex- I don't have that scientific term, but it makes yep. you ready for the day. That's yep. what it is. Wakes you up. It wakes, wakes you, you up. up or gets you a good blurred circulation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like uh, those are little things, you know, like you need those small wins, you know, like making exactly. your bed, like, uh, cooking food like for me it's cooking food like every morning i cook food and it's like it sets my turn for the day uh and uh, like you say like even having that challenging cold shower like it's a challenge but but you're building up those small wins in your morning and it sets the turn for today like even for me going to the gym in the morning like at least 
I knew like today I just worked out like 30 minutes, but I, I went there. Like this is what I can do today. Tomorrow mm -hmm. I will do better. And uh, like uh, and now Sneha, like uh, what what's your take on on depression like yeah. for you? For me, I had yeah. a really really long and a really like I think that was the longest period of my life. Like I let go of everything that I knew of myself for one year completely. Oh. I had no idea what was going on around me. I didn't talk to people. I didn't care for myself i didn't eat properly i didn't i don't know if i at that in that period i didn't know if i was existing as a human being or not it, it was completely dark I, i was completely lost and it was such a hard time and at that moment in that moment mm -hmm. i didn't even know what was going on around me it was big i for me the trigger was i always uh, before that before that depressing depressive episode before that i always had a, a outlook on life i had i always had a like an idea that's what i i can say an idea of what was going on around me and mm -hmm. what i am and like uh, what i want but that was all a result of all the presumptions i had and that one moment where everything crashed down mm -hmm. and all the presumptions that i had are not true and it's not me and that's when i realized that it was very hard to understand and it was i was completely lost and it was really tough to uh, tough to come out of it because i lost an like i didn't have any anchor to get me out again so yeah that was the toughest time and i even if i think about it right now, it's very like it's very easy to give up you know it's very easy to let go and give up everything like yeah so yeah. that's what i did i didn't have anything to bring me up out of it so but like i've been for the th that was the longest period right and then uh, one day I, i had to go but i'm still a student at that time i was studying mm -hmm. i'm still a student and then i had to go and i have to like i have to study i have to pass my exams mm -hmm. and i have to give my finals at that time and yeah and i had to go out i had to i had to interact with people mm -hmm. if you see me in a daily life you, you wouldn't know that i'm going through something like that you wouldn't know that okay okay she she has something going on she is not she has not been she, she's not being herself you know this is called something called highly functional depressive individual i was oh. that i was completely <laughs> depressed but i was still functioning as in i didn't know what i was doing but i'm still doing getting things done yeah. but uh, and i was for i i mean i felt like i was forced to do it but because i'm a student and i pay a lot of fees at that time mm. so so for me what got me out was um i failed my exams like that was i was i was an individual for me average is 80% and i usually get 90% and i completely failed my exams and my professors were like we know you what happened to you why couldn't you ask for help and you know at that moment like you i could have asked for help but i didn't even know that i could ask for help like i don't even know i didn't even know that help can be i mean i don't know to ask for that help i wasn't even in the right mindset to ask for help so yeah at that moment uh, i realized that i have completely let go of myself and i need to do something about it and that was a journey that uh, that my self realization and building myself up from nothing again it started from there 
and i think that was the reason I, after coming to canada i promised myself that if i could get any kind of help i will take it and and that's how i came to the wellness center and that's how i met kathy and uh from then on my he like i have started my journey healing journey but it's still going on it's still going on and still trying to not let go and not give up and so yeah i being vulnerable to to others and sharing my journey and what happened to me and how i realized self care and self love mm-hmm. and to be able to trust yourself are such important things and i've started doing that i am still doing it but mm. yeah it's yeah it's tough <laughs> it's it really tough it is uh, like again it's, it's a very like uh hot touching to to hear yeah. uh you know spending one year into having that disassociation dis- with yourself yes. yeah like completely being a separate person and like you say a highly functional depressive person that's <laughs> first <laughs> time i hear that uh, that word's still in my head and i don't yeah. really remember <laughs> can yeah. you repeat it it's highly de- highly functional depressive there are individuals like that highly functional anxiety anxiety person and highly functional depressive person like you are going through like you know there is completely uh, that's me. yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. there is completely your inner person and the yeah. person that you project out yeah so the per- that, 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 that mask yeah, that you wear that mask oh, i see yeah. so yeah. you have that mm-hmm. and um towards outside there are signs obviously if you look at them and if you observe them there are ob- there are obviously signs like they are not talking as much and their the expressions it's like for me it was complete apathy uh, apathy is a term that we use when we are not feeling anything like mm-hmm. it's a complete opposite of empathy so so yeah even you're not feeling anything that's what i went through that was that was a very very hard like very hard stage for me to even think about it back again but yeah so i talk about it during like for thrive i think that's what i did i talk about it i am vulnerable in front of others to know that it's that there are a lot of individuals going through it there are a lot of triggers to it and it beat societal pressure beat your uh, academic success or uh, mm-hmm. like you have lost direction where you going why are you doing this be it can be anything but there are a lot of people around you going through the same thing and talking about it and being vulnerable is one of the bravest and toughest things to do but yeah it it can inspire someone it can be yeah. that uh, helpful hand for someone to be able to know that you can get out of it you can get out of it and there are a lot of people like you so it's yeah. it's okay to not be okay for me like uh, i i like just all what you said i disagree with your last point it's okay to not be okay i think life mm-hmm. should be cherished every moment like <laughs> it's not okay to not be okay because you should take action for what's not okay mm-hmm. for, for me like uh, and you guys didn't realize it but you just gave me so much strength into like hearing your stories like and the stories uh, stories are not enough but it's like your life i just heard your life you you just spoke like uh, what really who you are like who is neha who is dark yeah. i want to tell you something yeah. uh i have few friends okay mm-hmm. they are very depressed in life right mm-hmm. one of them has just came to canada okay. and uh, the other thing is uh as you said that there are so many things you have realized later okay mm-hmm. uh there there was a time okay I was going through so many things at a time 
when mm-hmm. I came to Kingston, mm-hmm. okay, um, I was going through a lot because mm-hmm. I didn't knew like I already already left my college, a uh, university in British Columbia, came to a college doing advanced diploma of biotechnology rather than doing a bachelor's degree and i was like is my decision right wrong i don't know there was that thing as well and all this thing you just remember just uh, made me remember a quote that is like miles to go before i sleep you know miles to go before i sleep and so what i tell my depressed friend right now okay or one of my other housemates who is depressed as well. Mm-hmm. Those two people, I'm a little close with them. They are like my best buddies, mm-hmm. sort of, okay? Mm-hmm. I tell them one thing, that see, I don't know what you are going through, okay? I, I don't even want to know what you are going through. I just want you to say one thing, okay? And this is not for them. This is for everybody. This is for me as well. Because I take it in this way and that helped me. Life is going to take you somewhere or life is going to teach you some things which you haven't learned before. That might be by breaking your heart, might be by breaking your dreams, shattering you away and so many things. But I have seen my life in that way. Okay, so me coming here at the age of 18, okay, I was a guy who used to always live in fantasies, okay? Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, this this is gonna be always good. But no, if you come to reality, yeah. reality is like science, you know. Theory is theory sounds really good, but experimental yeah. it never works. Yeah. Never yeah. ever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was I was super impatient guy. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I want this right now over mm-hmm. here, right mm-hmm. for a sec. Biotechnology, I don't know if I want to continue it or not in future, but what biotechnology taught me, I'm in labs, okay. I need to wait for that cent- centrifuge machine to spin around my tubes for an hour. I need to wait there. That taught me patience, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to wait for my results for, if I'm doing a southern plot, I need to wait for that whole day to de- get that paper dyed. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, these mm-hmm. are some scientific terms, mm-hmm. sorry guys. But for my results, to, I need to wait for some time, like, you know? And that taught me patience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So life is going to always teach you something. Okay, some or the other thing which you never learned before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you as said that you didn't had that thing to accept that that why that happened to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like where you were in um US. Mm-hmm. But you later realized just on the first Three years so, later. Yeah, three, three years, years later. later. And you know yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Uh as you said, you made four journals. I wanna add a star mark to it, a star point to it, okay? <laughs> on my twenty second birthday. On 3rd of October, my lucky number three, okay? Uh, this time I celebrated my birthday in a very different way. So, yes, I did cut cakes. I did make more friends and I had posted lots of Instagram stories of my birthday and everything. But the thing I did was I was like, I want to do something which is simple, which is going to teach me something and which is going to be good for me. I made 22 rules for myself okay and i wrote it in piece of paper and there are very simple rules like making my bed i usually make it every day but still i want to put that as a rule that i would i don't know what i am like even if i'm broke even if my legs broke even if my hands broken i need to make my bed because that's my duty okay 
cleaning my room or sweeping my room. Like we are students over here and sometimes it's, we won't be organized. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the rules. I know it's very basic, doesn't make sense, but it makes mm-hmm. to me because that's that's a sort of discipline. And mm-hmm. you know, if you're disciplined, you're going to go to places. You're going to go places. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And if my room's not organized, my head's not organized. So yeah. I keep my room organized so my head is. Yeah. So, so let's talk about... Uh, let's bring joy to this podcast. Let's, let's now, bring joy. Okay? Yeah. Let's <laughs> bring joy. It's been a soft, emotional talk. Oh, my and goodness. I want to I go and see Kathy once this is done. I want to go and see Kathy. Hey, Kathy, I'm a big fan, Kathy. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. She gives, the, I, she gives the best hugs out there. I, I can see. tell you that. She gives the best hugs. Second best. There's, <laughs> I, I gave the best hugs. There's one yeah. more person I want to yeah. talk about support system, right? Yeah. There's a guy I mentioned him again before, Aditya Modi. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We both left that university. Okay. Mm-hmm. He went to uh, one of the British Columbia islands, like Victoria mm-hmm. Island. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's called Nanaimo. It's Nanaimo. That's yeah. what it places. And I'm here, and we both left the university, and we both talk every day, and we both relate to each other so much, mm-hmm. like. For example, if I'm having a bad day, that guy is having a bad day already over there. He's calling me or either I'm calling him. Mm-hmm. And we always relate to each other. And we get inspired from each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, this summer, I wanted to work like 65, 70 hours. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, I'm doing this much work and I'm tired. And that guy is like, yeah, I'm doing that too. And I just want to tell you that mm-hmm. let's keep doing it. And, you know, that's small talks. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that guy so much. <laughs> of joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full of joy, as you say, and you know, like uh, since uh, you know me opening up about my depression, like mm-hmm. since uh, October fifth, uh, you know, like uh, with my mom, and I've I've been just thriving, you know, like it's not big wins. I'm not saying I'm like the happiest person in the uh-huh. world, yeah. but uh, my support system is it's selfish and maybe egoistical. It's myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm becoming best friend with that dude. Hey, I'm awesome. Like uh, I'm, I'm great. And more people are talking to me. Like uh, when I said it to my classmates, and my classmates are approaching me. Like, hey, I'm not feeling well actually. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like uh, this is happening in my life. And I think if I didn't openly start saying things like that, mm-hmm. people like would be le- would keep it to themselves like i i need to hustle through mm-hmm. i need to 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 resist that no let it go you know like le- letting it go and mm-hmm. finally like and my support system apart from myself of course like uh no it's you because you you need to be your best supporter yes. you need to support yourself like mm-hmm. encourage you give you that hey why why not i i'm going to do it and you're going to do it mm-hmm. you're going to make it happen good result or bad no worries you did it that's mm-hmm. it at least you tried and uh, my support systems in Canada really have been the SA, University Student Association. Yes. For, for me, like, you know, even the courses being challenging to me, learning new skills, redoing my career, it's a huge challenge. You know, mm-hmm. you, were, you knew, like, your career was going to be in hospi- hospitality, but it changed. But, like, working at the SA, you know, it's, it's my first job after so many years, like mm-hmm. two years after, it's like, it's my first job. Uh, not related to hospitality, and I was working back again. I was proud to get that job of a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's I'm earning money again, so mm-hmm. I'm and I'm working for it. So for me, doing that podcast is like yeah, I have a meaning. Mm-hmm. I have a meaning. So 
I have to do it for whoever's watching, whoever's listening. I have also my colleagues who believe in me, you know, like uh, they say me, like, you, you, you've taken that podcast to like, you know, make it happen, you know, really make it something which needs to be done. And, and I really like that my colleagues see that value in me because like uh, I just read a graph this morning on LinkedIn. Uh -huh. You spent most of your life with your colleagues. So make it a good environment. If ever like, and right now you're spending most of your time with your classmates, make uh -huh. it a good environment, uh -huh. you know. Because you will be spending so much, so many years. I don't know how many years you're here, but make it the best environment you are right now. Yes. And uh, my over support system would be my mom. Uh, you know, like my mom, my dad, my stepdad. Uh, they they are great support systems. We told a lot of stories also, but I say the part of taking action. Thank you for reminding me, Sneha. How do I beat my depression? You know, like what what are things which I can do today? Uh -huh. Like if you're listening to to this today, you're depressed. What do I do? When I listen to your story, I listen to that story. Sneha. But but what do I do? My story is different from yours. Depression doesn't come in one template. It's for each person's different. Yes. For me, really, like, was to have that hard conversation. Yes. Have that hard conversation with uh, people who have the deepest connection. Mm -hmm. uh, like my mom, my dad. Mm -hmm. Talk about new things. Like, hey, like, we usually talk about things, you know, what happened mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. And everything in life. But now I want to to keep that deep, that deep conversation, which I needed to have uh, years ago, uh, talk about that. Second is, you know, like those small wins that Dirk said, uh -huh. you know, making your bed, uh -huh. uh, having that cold shower, cooking yes. food. For me also, it's like that. I start my day like that. Mm -hmm. And also working out, you know, what you eat, you know, for mm -hmm. me eating, I realize like for me, I'm so weak when I eat processed food uh -huh. and sugar. So I started taking this step this year. Like in January, I started cooking and I've eaten in the calf just like four times probably uh -huh. uh, this year. And that's last year I ate like every day mm -hmm. in the calf. So that's a big milestone. So it mm -hmm. changed a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. I cook food for myself. Now I'm like really taking it another level because I know I have like uh, anxiety with my physical look. So I need mm -hmm. to look great. Mm -hmm. for, for me, that's who I am. I'm not happy being like uh, overweight or like being uh, not comfortable with my skin. Mm -hmm. That's not who I am. I've always been athletic. I've mm -hmm. always been to sports. So I need to be who I am. So I say, mm -hmm. okay, let's stop the sugar. Let's cook more healthy, healthily. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm doing. So mm -hmm. I cannot emphasize how much like just those five days without sugar, I have so much clarity. Mm -hmm. I have that bit more energy than I mm -hmm. used to. And it's great. So, and sleep, you know, like sleep. Uh -huh. I and wish. You need to, man. Like, it's... Yeah. I... Yeah. Okay. My sleep is so bad, okay? My needs too. I... <laughs> so, I have friends, okay? In my house, I have friends. That friend sleeps like... So, she has already got like seven to eight hours of sleep, okay? Yeah. After coming back from her work, she can sleep for like two more hours. And after that, she can be... Go to bed again. And sleep. I'm like, you know, buddy, you're so lucky. So I have one thing. If I go to bed, okay, if I close my eyes, mm -hmm. I'm I'm already sleeping. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I won't open my eyes until it's morning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I wake up, uh, of course, like normal youngsters mm -hmm. or normal us, I check my phone. Everybody does, okay? Uh -huh. Yeah. I check my phone for like two minutes, not more than that, mm -hmm. to shut off my alarm or to see any cricket scores or soccer yeah. updates mm -hmm. or something yeah. mm -hmm. or see my dad's message or something or my mom's message. Mm -hmm. Close my phone, get up off the bed mm -hmm. and 
even now, if you come to my home, okay, mm-hmm. this is a habit my mom gave it to me, and I'm super grateful to her as well. <laughs> so, mom, it's time to be grateful to you now. <laughs> so, the thing is that uh, in my house, I had a habit that, you know, I had a big couch in my main hall mm-hmm. yeah. So back in India. So, I used to always sleep on it, and my mom was like, hey, you can't be lazy, okay? If you want to be home, mm-hmm. just sit, you know? Mm-hmm. You'll be more active. And that's how I started doing things. And right now I have a habit. I cannot, you know, like lie down with, if I'm not like my friends, when they talk, they can either lie down on couch and they can be there whole day. They can lie down on their bed and do all Mm -hmm. this stuff. Mm -hmm. I cannot lie down, Sean. I cannot. I mean, yes, if you come to my home, you will never see me lie down (laughs) until and unless I'm sleeping. Like never, ever. There might be time if I'm playing a video game, I might be lying down for like, 20 minutes or 15 Mm -hmm. minutes, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. no, there's no way I'm lying down. Mm -hmm. I'm to sit. I I like sitting, Mm -hmm. either walking or I'm just sleeping. Mm -hmm. That's how I am. Mm -hmm. And I cannot sleep more than Mm -hmm. even on my vacations or like uh, the highest I can sleep right now is like Mm -hmm. seven. Mm -hmm. And that's good. Seven is good. That too on the days I don't have work. Yeah. Other days, six, five. Five is my going, five, going is my rain zone. five is my normal. I was sleeping three to four hours last year, man. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. was me when I when I was new over here. Yeah. But after that, I cannot sleep more than five hours right now on normal days, like five, five and a half. And the highest I can go is seven. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm waking up late, I get stressed that I haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I wake up at nine for any reason, oh my God, I'll be stressed. Mm-hmm. I know even if I have nothing to do, I'm like, I'm stressed. I don't, I haven't done anything. <laughs> even if I have nothing to do, that's yeah. me, but I'm okay. <laughs> um, one thing I, I think about sleep is the mindset that you have for it. Some people are like, oh, if I get more than, like if I get four hours of sleep, I think I am functioning really well. I'm doing yeah. a lot of things. So, but you know, it affects your body. It affects yeah. your mental health. It affects everything. Lot. Yeah. So the one thing that you do when you're asleep is your brain is getting ready for mm-hmm. your next day. So it's always important to get that sleep. And it's okay if you get if you get five hours, six hours, however hours you get, like, be okay with it and be, like, try to be, to get more sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, four hours is the minimum, but get try to get more than mm-hmm. that and yeah trying yeah try and get yeah. more than that i don't have problems sleeping that's that's thing that's, which I, that's me as well i'm so tired that yeah. okay as soon as i get on the bed like boom i am uh, so yeah bad. that's that's how i am but my sh- sleep hours are small but my yeah. sleep is good like once i'm at bed sleeping yeah i think i get like proper four hours and whatever i'm getting after or before it's all full of dreams and it's all full of thoughts like yeah i, I do meditation dreams. a lot uh, and I tried for a few times, but for me, I'm like, I don't have time for it. Like, <laughs> it's re- it's really like, I would love to, but like, just the thought of me not thinking about anything and breathing, it, it gives me anxiety. No, like, <laughs> that, that's the key for the meditation. You you concentrate yes. on one thing. You yeah. don't concentrate on everything and, and you concentrate on that one thing and you try. I want to, breathe. but like, it's really <laughs> something which I, I'm like, how do I make my brain do that? Like, mm-hmm. To actually, me knowing I have so much things to do and sitting there for an hour doing nothing, it was like, oh my God, it's like, yeah. 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 
it's not it's not it, it's it can't be that long yeah. of course i don't think one hour meditation yeah. i don't think i don't <laughs> think any of this just 15 that, minutes yeah, yeah 10 minutes 15 minutes yeah. Oh, yeah for me before going to sleep because my sleep is very disturbed it's very i have a lot of like uh, kind of like mm. nightmares and sometimes i get sleep paralysis like once Ooh. yeah it's kind of like really scary mm-hmm. so for me um yoga i used to do yoga now i am very disappointed in myself i'm not doing it anymore yeah. but yeah i'm trying to adjust now anyways uh meditation is something that helped me out a lot like at least 5 minutes 10 minutes and i hope like uh, this podcast you found i don't know <laughs> like somewhere somewhere a, a light uh-huh. a, a pathway that at least hey i need to get started i this is how do i like manage my depression mm-hmm. uh how it's going to be a long road ahead but hey i'm going to embrace it now so whatever you find value in it i hope that you 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 get out of it if ever you're feeling something so thank you for dukesh and sneha for coming mm-hmm. on the podcast and uh, what do you have to say like you know like to our student uh watching like as closing i just want to say a big thank you for listening to us and other thing i mean be kind be happy you know world is going to world is full of surprises it's going it's going as i told earlier that every day there's going to be something that's going to knock your doors like every single day but you just cannot you don't know if it's going to be a good or bad just open your door and deal with it if it's good enjoy it if it's bad have some experience you know it's going to be life is exciting just live in it and just be real be who you are and uh, be close with someone either it's it might be someone elder either it might be your parent either it might be your brother sister sibling cousin friend girlfriend boyfriend whatever but mm-hmm. life is exciting and yeah i love it mm-hmm. and everyone should yeah and there might be times you might be not be you might not like what you're doing or you might not think what you are capable of or something mm-hmm. but you can definitely do it like mm-hmm. life's going to take you places where you either either you want or either life wants you to be so just live in it and if uh, if you believe in some energies then believe in it if you believe in god then just pray for it i mean i'm a big believer in god and i think I don't know. I'm grateful to everything. Be yes. Be grateful for every single thing. If you wake up, be grateful that you woke up. If you go to bed bad, be grateful that you're sleeping and it was a great day. Just uh, push yourself, you know, just always th- you, there might be times you there might be no one to tap or pat your back, you know? Just nourish yourself, respect yourself. recognize yourself highlight yourself love yourself and be yourself <laughs> everything is nice world is beautiful and i'm getting way more knowledgeable but i'm not but it's exciting to just live in it guys that's what i want to say yeah. and for you sneha one thing i want to say is be i'm glad that whoever is watching us are still here watching us and i'm grateful for each and every one of the uh, people here and for letting me talk and um i want to say one thing be kind to yourself be kind to yourself it might not be easy you might have to go through a lot of thing like 
a lot of uh, changes but be kind to yourself trust yourself love yourself if you are doing that first if you are kind and loving to yourself you can project that outward as well if you're not doing that to yourself and you're trying to project it that's not going to help anyone be kind to yourself that is what i want to say my last words would be uh you know like uh, whatever we told is our real story and i hope that uh, you found yourself somewhere in that story if ever you feel that way and yeah just uh, you know em- embrace you know accept accept that everything in life is not beautiful also like life is beautiful like dark shade but accepting accepting the reality is better than living in a fantasy and the sooner you accept that reality the more you're going to enjoy the reality of what the world is when you accept that reality you accept that suffering and then you decide to play the game of uh, to to hit that suffering back now you're going to like you know fight back and make every move you do like is going to be great like really like uh, and you're going to make mistakes but you will learn from them and uh, like when you're taking action like take action for yourself like mm-hmm. uh, find that support system mm-hmm. talk about it you know mm-hmm. talk about it be courageous talk about it mm-hmm. start making a plan and start working that plan you know like and any challenge which you face face it you know don't don't collapse again don't say oh this is the end no this is the way you get tested with your mental fortitude like mm-hmm. go for it but accept it accept your situation and move on turn a fresh page and this is the fresh page so so thank you and again have an amazing week yeah. at us see bye 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 guys <laughs>